this is Talking Sea, your weekly supply of the dark side, not just the dogmatic narrow view of the Jedi. My name is Josh Roach. I'm T Green. I am inevitable. The inevitable Mikey Pappas. Guys, that how's it going? That's a lie. <laughs> what up? Guys, has anybody seen Batman? Yeah. Alright, don't say anything. I haven't seen it yet. Right. <laughs> I heard I heard it was pretty good. I heard it was pretty it's good. good. It's good. It's good. It's a good program. I was uh, I was talking to Jason because um, he took his he took the kids to see it. Yeah. And um, Grace and Luke really wanted to go see it. They saw me watching a trailer for it the other day, and I was like, uh, "What do you think?" <laughs> and he was like, "Oh well, you know, there's there's like a something a part where they like allude to a thumb being cut off, but they don't really show it. Other than that." It's like not grotesque violence that you wouldn't. He he said it's not as bad as like it's Glenn. Blunt. He said right. it's not, nothing like Glenn getting beat up on The Walking Dead. No, it's it's a lot of blunt violence without seeing the the hit the blow itself. Okay, like 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 the seeing the impact and seeing damage of blood and gore. You don't see any of that, but there's just a lot of blunt violence. A lot of implied sense. implied action and violence then right like you see you see before you see that and after basically yeah just like a lot of heavy blows you know okay with what with weapons and without but you don't actually see any gore or anything yeah there was a there was a finger but you don't even really see the finger you see the finger for like a second and you don't see any gore really okay okay yeah yeah the kids are starting to get to that age where uh i think it's going to work in my behalf because uh, I want to go to the movies all the time. Hannah doesn't want to. So uh, if I get a little movie dates. That'd be nice. I know I know that Bill Beck really wanted to go see it. He got stuck seeing fucking Hamilton. And I don't even think it was a movie. I think it was like a play near him. And he said it was the most boring two hours of his entire life. He wanted to rip his ball sack off. That's what he said. Lin-Manuel Lin- Miranda's or whatever Hamilton. Yeah. The one that's that supposed one. to be really good. I don't know. He said he was extremely bored and he wanted to kill himself. <laughs> that's that's what they need next, right? Um, a Star Wars musical. If you were going to pitch a Star Wars musical, what what would it be? Oh, uh, Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, because we were at we were at T's house last night and we ended up watching the the new West Side Story. Hmm. That was uh, that was an experience. Yeah, something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard. I heard there's a there's a girl named Maria in that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and some and there's a Michael Jackson beat it music video, and then it kind of ends. That's cool. Kind of like that. Yeah, I remember. I had to watch the first, the original during drama, but uh, yeah, it was it was kind of intense. But yeah, I don't think you could go wrong with Revenge of the Sith. 
Yeah, no, I, I think it's actually written in the sense that that could be uh, a play, a musical. And like even I and I think about that sometimes, like when I watch um, some of the stuff on BBC, like they have actors at the round table and they kind of talk about like their auditions and stuff and like what scenes they pick. I, I feel like you could use that in drama class, like a lot of it, like maybe. Right you know, Natalie Portman and Hayden Christensen's acting could have been better, but then it could, you could have been, they could have been directed better at the same time. And, and we all know that been talking about it for 17 years, but there's scenes in there where I feel like you could throw it right in a drama class, right. You know, between Annie, Annie and Obi and then Padme and him and then Palpatine and Annie and Palpatine and Windu. And there's all like, it's great. It's just fucking great. Like yeah. it, it'd be great as a musical. The music too. I love the music in that movie. Yeah, that oh, movie. That's why I'm so excited. Um, I'm excited to get John Williams back for Kenobi. I gotta, ch- gotta change this. Keep going. Sorry, Josh. I gotta change I'm ex- this. I'm excited. I'm excited to get John Williams back to the movie. I'm excited to see uh, how well it flows. Uh, we've gotten more um, news this week from uh, MakingStarWars.net uh, through Jason. Um, basically just confirming more what we talked about before there's going to be there's going to be more flashbacks than uh what we'd even what we'd even thought um not even not even just uh concerning and a spoiler alert if anybody wants to go and totally clean skip ahead a little bit but um uh not even just concerning like flashbacks between obi-wan and anakin but other ancillary characters in this. And it sounds like we're going to definitely at this point be getting another order 66 point of view, which uh, I was talking to him today. And I, you know, we were talking about my roach cut and everything. I was like, man, I'm excited just to make a super cut of all the new order 66 scenes. Yeah, dude. I, I'm looking forward to that when you do that. <laughs> that's that's going to be awesome. Including Grogu's little scene, maybe. Right? Exactly. Exactly. Uh, yeah. It's driving yeah. me nuts. My OCD is driving me crazy. Josh, <laughs> Josh is going to kick me off the podcast in a second. Just got to get it. Got to get it. Just. I'm trying, dude. That's right. Like, I'm trying here. But yeah, that that was uh, that was a lot of the big news this week is uh, from Kenobi itself. Other than um, we're hearing that the Kenobi trailer, we might be back again. We might have to do an emergency podcast, you guys. If you guys are down. Yeah, I'm da- I mean, I'm down. I'm, I'm sure. Hearing, I'm hearing Wednesday um, there is a Disney stockholder um, meeting or uh, let's see, what, what do they refer to it as? A, a Disney, the Walt Disney Company to hold annual meeting of shareholders on March 9th, 2002 in Burbank, California. At, okay. Uh, March 9th at 1 p.m. Eastern time, 10 a.m. Pacific time. Hmm. So, so about, yeah, so about one o'clock our time. Um, we're going to be getting, we, we'll probably be getting Kenobi, the Kenobi trailer. How sure is he? Is he like, he'd say like 60%, 80% or he's positive? Yeah. All right. So, happen. so he, uh, here's, here's exactly how he's laying it out. Right. Um, he had a source bring him some information about it. Um, uh, he said the only other time he's gotten information from this source 
uh, any kind of information at all where he's checked with this source was when it came down to um, Disney Plus Day. Now, you guys all remember all the news that came out Disney Plus Day, um, all the great Star Wars content that we got that day. That yeah. was great. Yeah, it was fantastic. It was yeah. one of, it was, that was one of the best shareholder meetings I had. I mean, from no, the no, we no. Got after. I'm not talking about the shareholder meeting. I'm talking about Disney Plus Day this year. You remember all the hype around Disney Plus Day? Yeah, they, we didn't really get anything. Oh yeah, we didn't. Oh, we didn't get shit. Sorry, yeah. I was thinking of. I was thinking of the the first shareholder meeting when we got the Mando stuff. Right. Yeah. No. Right. No, we didn't get any. It was fucking bullshit. It was like, uh, it was all their animated Disney stuff that was non Star Wars or Marvel related for the most part. There was some Marvel stuff, but it wasn't great. What did we get? Like, what if? I forget. Yeah. What yep. if? I and, think we, and, what if or. Something like a trailer for that or something. And Vision, and... did we get Visions? A Visions trailer or Visions came no, out around? No Star Wars. No Star like basically no Star Wars. Now, if you do remember though, the uh so the other shareholder meeting you're talking about last year, they yeah. announced all these shows. They actually had an Obi-Wan Kenobi thing, right? They announced the Obi-Wan Kenobi thing. Well they just they... brought Kathleen brought you in out, right? Right. Well it? they they blacked it out. They were like, Oh, we got a special sneak peek and they blacked right. it out except for the shareholders. Right. And then this Disney Plus day, remember that that Kenobi uh, trailer I'm here. I'm here. Keep thing um, leaked like the day before. Remember that? Right. Yes, I do. Um, well, this this source that that uh, Jason is talking about, he said the only other thing that he's ever heard from them was not to expect anything from Disney Plus Day this year for Star Wars. Oh, that sucks. Well, well, the one that we already got that was terrible, right? So he's saying like. Basically, the only other thing he's ever reached out to him about was true because nothing came from Disney Plus Day. Right? Okay. Um, and he said that uh, he has some empirical evidence from this guy. This guy told him to expect the trailer. At first, he told him to expect the trailer no later than March 10th. We'd have it by the 10th. And he sent him some empirical evidence in that uh, he sent him some screen captures. No, Oh, that's right. From the trailer. Um, of obi-wan and uh he was convinced by him um and I, I i'll take jason at his word for that um he doesn't seem to be one that's by stuff like that like i saw it today on youtube somebody put together some sort of fake trailer thing i'm so um, sick of these fakes man i'm at work fake. and I, I get all excited and shit and then i run to the yeah. bathroom at work and I'm ready to you know, do, do what I do in the bathroom at work, you know, and then there's nothing, nothing's there. Right. Right. You know, but uh, yeah. So this guy, this, this, you know, with the empirical evidence. And then he said, the next time he messaged him, he said, Hey, there's going to be, uh, it's going to come out on the night. And then got to looking into it while he was doing a show and somebody said, Hey, that's the shareholder call. So it makes perfect sense. So it lines up. It lines up. So he's he's saying he's pretty sure, but like, you know, that's all he's saying. He's just live giving out he's giving everybody all the information he has and take from that what you will. I'm almost but, I almost got it, guys. I almost but, got it. <laughs> but to me, that sounds like that sounds like pretty good uh pretty good odds. I'd I'd say the odds are the odds are uh sixty six percent or better. So basically what you're telling me is Wednesday night and into Thursday morning, I'm getting no sleep because you didn't keep me up on a podcast. Yeah. 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 All right. Good. Then we're going to keep this one short tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. So I can yeah. get my sleep. I get my sleep now before Josh T and my baby keep me up all fucking summer and spring. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Kind uh, of. 
Uh, I had a lot of coffee. I'm moving around. Speaking of summer and spring, we got... Uh, like a little monkey. They finally announced that uh, the remaining tickets for Star Wars Celebration are going on sale March 15th. Oh, Jesus. So, um, guys, if you don't have your tickets, now's the time. I got my tickets, but I may sell them. I don't know. I don't know what's going on, dude. I Listen, you, you guys know what it's like having a pregnant wife at home when, you know. Oh, yep. Right after oh, the crazy, yeah. right after the craziest two years of our entire lives, like crazier than 2001. So I don't know what I'm doing tomorrow. Like, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. So for me to travel coasts, you know, to, to hang out with my friends when I have a kid on the way is like, like I'm 50, 50 right now. I want to go. Yeah. Yeah. I, I tell you that, uh, it's time to, um, I don't know, man, you got to go like Charles Bronson or something. Great escape style. This is the last, yeah. the last crusade. Yeah, I could make it like a, like a last. Yeah, like it a, just like a fifth. It's a, it'll be a fifth and final bachelor party, right? Right, right. Something yeah. like that. Have you uh, had a diaper party? We're having a, we're having a baby shower with a bunch of people, so I guess we're yeah, 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 yeah. Diapers that's, not a, that's not a diaper party, bro. What's the diaper party? You just have a bunch of people come over and they bring diapers. And then it's like a, it's the guy version of a baby shower. Well, I'm not wearing fucking diapers. Are you? No, no, no. You don't wear diapers. You just, they just bring you diapers and then you like, play yeah. it's just an excuse for guys to hang out one last time. Okay. We could do a virtual diaper. You guys could send me the diapers. I'll throw can... you a diaper party in LA. Oh, I see what's happening. <laughs> That's what's happening. But, so I, 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 yeah. All right. Okay. Well, I, now, either way, I will facilitate you with some diapers. I'll be facil- I'll be diaper facilitated. Actually, funny story. Raj is coming here this coming weekend. I'm not going to even be here. I have a retreat I need to go to. And uh, I know he's hanging out with here in New York guy, people. Raj from the Sith List. Uh, he's coming here with his wife, Lorena. And um, they're, they're meeting up with some of the podcast community people um, on from that I know from Twitter and from um, and from their own podcast I listen to. I know Emily Lind. Um, from Canto yeah. Bite and uh, a few other people. So anyway, so he wants to hang out. I'm trying to juggle that. I got to figure that out. I got to figure out uh, celebration. This is the Mike Pappas podcast, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. I have to figure out. Um, oh, and then and then for work, they want me to go to Vegas for this sales conference at the end of the month. And like, I work with me to Vegas. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, I mean, you guys know I don't drink. Like, I, I'm trying oh, yeah. to have fun. I get, I have fun with that. I mean, I'm naturally fucked up, so I have fun <laughs> anyway. As long as there's people in caffeine around, like I'm on fire, you know. Right. As long as they get some hours, a couple hours of sleep. But uh, I don't really even want to go to that because, I, you know, the 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 east to what the coast travel is tough. Yeah. It's tough on anybody, yeah. especially going there. The flight is longer. The hours, the time difference fucks me up. Um. So anyway, I got a busy month. I, Araj, if you're listening to this, and I'll send you the link to the podcast this week. Uh, I'm going to try to see you on Sunday. Um, I'll be getting home from the retreat. I got to tell Jenny I'll figure it out. We'll figure some shit out. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Do it all yeah. live. Yeah. Oh, so I wanted to tell you guys this, and I, we segued you know, in, in a good way, but um, back to the Revenge of the Sith thing. I told Jenny, you know, we were going to record last night. We were recording tonight. And then she's like, you got to tell Josh and T you can only do once every other week. This is ridiculous, by the way. That's from, you know, that's what she, I need to, I'm telling you that. That's from me, by the way. Uh-huh. Um, so <laughs> she goes, what do you guys talk about? I go, well, 
I mean, what do you think we talked about? We did hypotheticals last week. It was awesome. We Star Wars, what if so much cool crap? And she goes, oh, yeah, that makes sense. And then she goes out of nowhere. She just looks at me and she goes, in the Obi-Wan show, are they going to show more of like what Baby Yoda saw when they took him away? I'm like, what are you talking? I'm like, what are you talking about? She goes, when 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 they went into um, the Jedi's place and they and he killed all the kids and you see the and the scene you show me where he was there, you said, oh, that's where that was. But then it stops and I wanted to see what happens. So then I was like, holy shit, my wife is super cool right now. <laughs> like, that is so cool. <laughs> but if they set it up for the casual fan, right? Like Jenny's a casual fan. So if they set it up for the casual fan to identify, yep. identify, relate. And then kind of predict, anticipate that. It, you have to tell that story now, by the way. You can't leave us there forever and be like, that's not, obviously it's going to get yeah. answered. Right. So then, so then she goes, so then she goes, well, do you think that, that Darth Vader took him out of there? And I was like, who are you right now? <laughs> You're amazing. Go get her. Bring her on the podcast. But then, but then we started to sit down and we were talking <laughs> and I was, and then I, she, and then I start rolling and I'm like, well, yeah, I guess once he went into the training, the training facility portion where the padawans are and he massacres them he probably feels that he because he's he's he is vader but he's not like yeah. he like like you know your your thermostat in your car like yep. he's in he's in the red but it's not it's not fucking bouncing yet yeah yeah so yeah. so maybe after he did that he he felt that and he had a moment of dark side weakness right like a pullback right. like yeah. fuck and so maybe with Grogu and how cute the baby is, like that's defenseless. Look, the Padawans weren't defenseless. They were holding yeah. lightsabers, right? Yeah. This is now completely defenseless. So that's where that conversation went. So she thinks that Anakin kind of took him out of there. Look, it, it would make sense. Like you said, you've got the casual viewer. They're invested in Grogu. You've you've laid, you've sprinkled just a little bit, you know, of... Uh, of a storyline there back in that time period at the Jedi temple. Yeah. And this is the perfect opportunity to fulfill more of that because yeah. another spoiler alert guys, we're hearing, like I said, we're going to get another order 66 flashback um, pretty early in the show. Um, and we know more spoilers that we've already talked about on here, that there's supposed to be another Jedi. Um in this show that escaped order 66 um wow. could he possibly have been the one or at least one or possibly two could he have possibly have been the one to facilitate his his escape grogu's escape yeah and all these new uh sith inquisitors that we're getting we know that the majority of them are made up of jedi that were that were captured and they were given a choice uh, some of that, you know, some of them that that they thought might have been wavering or, um, you know, they bring in like the uh, the FBI's like profilers. Right. So you, you probably have like a, a Jedi profiler like, yeah, you know, like the Sith Inquisitor maybe has been profiling all these other Jedi for like the last little while, maybe in cahoots with Palpatine. I'd love to see more uh, kind of delved into with him. And yeah. they they could facilitate the the escape and maybe the recapture of Grogu. Um, yeah. One of the things that keeps getting thrown around is I don't know if we talked about this either. Bad Batch was supposed to be released on May the fourth, and now it's now they've kind of stepped that back, and uh, 
Star Wars Insider, they said it was going to be released May the 4th uh, last year, and now they're just saying coming 2022. Um, coming soon. I, wa- I wonder why. I wonder if they're going to surprise us, though, on, fo- on May the 4th and we get, like, the, the two-episode hour-and-a-half special of Bad Batch. Like, you know, it could yeah. be a surprise. It's just, it's just hard to imagine. Um, it's not a hard and fast rule from what I'm hearing uh, at Disney+. Plus. Um, uh, once again, from Jason over at Making Star Wars. Want to give him props there for all the hard work he does. Uh, that uh, It's not a hard and fast rule uh, for Disney Plus to uh, not have like two Star Wars things going at a time. Um, yeah. But eventually with their release slate and like with everything like or har- they hardly ever release anything star wars or marvel i don't think there's been overlap with either of them either has there no no uh, heather heather had something really good she goes i know why there was such a gap between boba and, and obi-wan coming out i said why something with marvel that moon night oh maybe. that's it that that's moon it Knight that's coming out that, here that's it thank you t yeah. okay so yeah. moon Knight's gonna fill most of that gap for us yep. <clears throat> And so that's yeah. that's my only hesitation. Like, it would have to overlap at that then, unless because how many episodes was the last season of Bad Batch? It was wasn't it like sixteen or eighteen or something? Dude, it was fucking long. I because I, I was trying to do I was gonna do what Johnny did once the fillers started to show up, yeah, and wait, and then I waited like a month, and it was just still and it was like two. It, was, it went to like what August? It was like yeah. May to August. It was crazy. I watched it all little by little. I think actually, I think after when when there was only like three or four episodes left, then I stopped and we I watched them all to get like the the last ones together after that. But yeah, there was a lot of and it's definitely aims younger. It aims younger than even like what uh, what Clone Wars did. Well, especially like what Clone Wars did. I think I think it's actually really younger than Rebels. No, um, I, I I don't think so. I, you think because... you don't think so? No, because you got to compare it to that the the number season. So Rebel season one is super kitty for the most part, besides the end where you know True. who shows up. Oh, spoiler! Um, like so, if you tie it to that, Quinlan Voss. Quinlan Voss. Uh, yeah. uh, if you tie it to that, it's like I feel like it's in between. It's in between the first episode, the first season of Clone Wars, and the first season of of Rebels, with Rebels being more more kitty for me. Mm-hmm off the bat off the bat let's say because remember the first episode of clone wars season one i mean you've got anakin and obi-wan just wrecking battle droids like it's it's pretty awesome um it, ha- it has the older the older skew fan in, in in mind at least maybe not the focal point or, but in mind so i feel like bad batch is like right in between yeah. the two that's my opinion i have to go back i, I haven't watched me those and you know me like a new show comes out half the time. I'll watch it. Like by the time I talk to you guys about like book of Boba Fett or Mandalorian, it's like, yeah, I've watched it like four times. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've taken notes. I've watched it with the subtitles on and the, uh, descriptive audio and, uh, yeah. Oh, descriptive um, but, uh, I've only ever watched all those once and I've watched most of them with grace with my daughter. Uh, yeah. well, well, I'll tell you, um, I'm gonna rewatch. I'm definitely gonna rewatch Bad Batch season one before the second season comes out. Yeah, you got but it. I'm I'm looking forward to rewatching Rebels once we get closer to some of the other Star Wars shows because I mean, we've it, been it, talking about doing our doing a rewatch or of like the Clone Wars arcs and stuff, and then rolling into Rebels. And I think that'd be that'd be good to do before, especially before like Ahsoka comes out. 
Yeah, isn't there a watch? Isn't there a watch party mode on Disney Plus? There if is. You, if you have a webcam and everything on the same platform you're watching it on and stuff. Yeah. Yep. Josh and I were actually doing that after one of our one of our Boba Fett uh, podcasts. We were going back over the the episode. Back just... over the episode, yeah. Yeah, but how would we? Um, how would we? How would we? Cre- you know, make a show out of that because we we it's copyrighted, so we can't um have the I mean, show on we could have it running for us and then we can just do commentary over it uh there's 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 a couple of different podcasts and stuff i know that have done that so you can be like all right you can watch along with us instead of their descriptive audio you got us yakking in your ear yeah i think i remember steel doing that a few times i did a return of the jedi watch with them yeah boom that's right long time ago get steel in here we'll do that we'll 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 do a uh battle for endor uh, watch with them and um we can waiting for uh for mace that mace he's still alive too both maces are still alive um they better hurry up i mean samuel's not getting any younger either well you okay know? so um <clears throat> that leads me to another little news story there was some sort of a leak um of some new lego toys that are coming out and oh. they are uh mace windu clone troopers Clone Whoa. trooper, uh, uh, clone trooper leaks. So they're they're the purple clone trooper armor, um, and they're coming out as a Lego set. So that begs the question: Are we finally going to get some more Mace Windu action? We already know, as we've been talking about earlier in the show, that we're getting a lot of flashbacks in Kenobi. Could we see Mace Windu in Kenobi? I mean, it'd be the perfect place to to put them. It's close enough to the last time we saw him. It's the closest content coming out chronologically from the last time that we saw him. So it would make the most sense. If you bring him back, that's when you bring him back. Because everything else that's planned, New Republic, Ahsoka, Rogue Squadron, yada, 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 none of that is close right. to, to the birth of the Empire, Order 66 and then the Empire. So, Right, and know. if we know that we're getting flashbacks from during the Clone Wars... And we've never in live action seen his clone troopers. There's never been any kind of merch for him. Suddenly we're getting Mace Windu clone trooper merch. And Wait, we when know you we're say... going to be getting clone trooper flashbacks. Yeah. Or clone what is that? flashbacks. Is, it's, it's, it's his battalion? Is it's that his what battalion. We so like the 501st, I forget right. what his battalion's name was. Uh, but yeah, like the 501st was blue, right? Um mm-hmm. And uh, like um, Obi Wan's was yellow. Obi Wan, right? yeah, Cody and Obi Wan's was yellow. The two hundred twelfth or whatever they were. Well, his were purple. Yeah. Um. So and now we're getting suddenly for the first time purple clone tro- clone trooper, uh, mm. merch leaking. That's just crazy. Before the lead up, and I think that like like you said, this is the perfect time. To, everybody wants Mace Windu to come back, and you can just have him in a flashback. You could have the scene with like the few Jedi council members standing in the Jedi temple when they offer Ahsoka to come back to the order. Mm. Yeah. You could get a live action version of that and that'd be powerful. Right. It would be flashback. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's, uh, that's something, that's something I'm hearing a lot about that's the possibility of that. I just, you you have the whole, the whole Anakin and Obi-Wan thing going on. Like, do you, do you have time for that? Do I want time for that? Because, 
you know these things are only going to be 30 to 45, maybe a couple 50, oh. pushing 50. And it's only probably going to be, how many episodes is it? Six? Six. And, I don't so, know if I I don't know if I need a whole two episodes on Mace Windu. Like I don't I don't know if I well, need that. I don't think we're getting two episodes on Mace Windu. Here's so that's that's another thing I was wondering about earlier, right? Like how much of this are we going to be upset with if it's in flashback form? And I think it comes down to what we talked about before, right? Like with like with Lost. Um there's a good way to do it and then there's there's kind of a sidetrack like derailing way to do it. And Book of Boba Fett kind of derailed itself with it right but if if you do it lost style where what you're seeing in flashbacks is directly informing what's going on in the present time right then i think that it can be powerful and Mm -hmm. so i was almost wondering like you know for my book of boba fett uh edit i made it chronological and so from what i'm hearing uh it's going to be, they're all going to be about 45 minutes long. It's going to be, it's going to be much more structured than the other shows have been. Mm-hmm. And so you take away, I figure like what, 36 minutes or so per episode. Once you take out the intro and you take out the credits, right? Yeah. And then there's six episodes. So 36 minutes times six, that's 216 minutes. Uh, so that's like three and a half hours Mm. and how much of that could be flashback like they could possibly tell like a whole contained story within people's flashbacks from clone roars and i don't think we need like a whole episode's worth of mace windu but he could just make an appearance yeah doing stuff like that to further inform how Anakin distrusted the Jedi or maybe we get a couple things from a couple different points of view like private council sessions where they're talking to Obi-Wan about how he's got to keep an eye on Anakin and Palpatine and how they can uh, we can get yeah. more of Mace Windu's like Shatterpoint kind of kind of points of view in canon here it would be cool makes sense uh, but just informing more of the tragedy of Darth Vader you know what I mean yeah, yeah. I mean, look, there's a lot of stuff in that Revenge of the Sith book where you get inside yeah. Anakin's head and you see the conflict really play out where he's fighting with himself in his own head and it fleshes out that his arc in the from the film. It fleshes it out a lot better. So I could see there being room to add growth and depth to the, the you know, the, the direction the character takes. For sure. Yeah, and so T, you said that your originals were the the prequels right yeah that's the first ones i ever saw yeah so going going from that how was anakin's fall for you in episode three well i mean technically i guess i already knew because um i knew he was gonna fall um mostly because someone told me you know, back in the day, no one cared about spoilers. Right. And that's just part of our culture, essentially. Yeah. So, like, knowing that eventually he was going to turn bad, just not knowing how, I guess. Um, but what, did it seem rushed to you? Did it seem natural? Did how he turned make sense to you? Um, hmm. think about how i watched it when i was little let's 
let's get back in that child's mindset. <laughs> Technically, I wasn't a child. <laughs> what was it? 2001, 2009, well, 2005. Yeah, 2005 for episode three, 2002 for episode two. Yeah. 99, 99, May 17th, yeah. I think, 99, yeah. May 18th. Yeah. So 99. 15th or 16th for episode two. Yeah, and then 17th for 2005. So, yeah. I know that for sure. I was dang near 18 when I saw. Uh, but I, I don't know if I thought it was rushed. Just being a, the casual fan of Star Wars or not even really a fan that somebody drugged me to, probably. <laughs> I don't I don't buy the whole rush thing, man. Yeah. Like I, I, I know it, it, more could have been added to build that out for sure. I, I get that. But in the fucking the other two out two hour and ten minute movie before it, he, he killed a whole freaking town. Of Tuscan Raiders because of his mom, and he and he says the women and the children, and you see how angry he is. I mean, yeah, a lot of people make fun of that scene. I think it holds up today, honestly. I think it's powerful. I mean, I think that's. I mean, those still look like real tears to me. Um, so you see that coming. It's not like in Revenge of the Sith, like she gets pregnant, and he goes nuts because right. he's got to figure out how he's going to pay for for the diaper party. Like it's, <laughs> it, it, it was slowly building from before he lost his hand. And then yeah. the the, the the metaphor of the hand loss is the start. That's really why Anakin went nuts. He was worried about diapers and college and Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, How am I gonna how am I gonna pay for this? He's like your coaxium went up to four fifty a gallon this week. <laughs> how am I gonna pay for this? This is crazy. Oh man. Yeah, so that's I, but you know that's the common complaint, right? You 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 hit the nail on the head, Mikey. Where people will complain that they think it was rushed, or but I don't think they're looking into it enough, right? I, right. I just I, I they're just finding something to complain about. Nevertheless, right. I the think dark that, side was coming out. I'm sorry to cut you off. I had too much caffeine. The dark side was coming out with the fight with Dooku. Yep, it was coming out yeah. because it was aggressive. It wasn't. It, it wasn't orthodox style. He was trained in any of that. The dual lightsaber, the whole thing, like, like dual wielding the sabers. I mean, like the whole thing was like, what are you doing? You're a savage right now. Yeah, you know, you have hate, you have anger, but you do not use them, right? And then he uses them. Yeah, but uh, I, I think that this is an opportunity, and from from what. Uh, from what it's sounding like to me, they're not taking this. And like you said, like going back to uh, what Jenny was saying about Grogu and are we going to see Grogu in that? I think that th- I, I hope that they will. Um, Rob um, from um, making uh, Star Wars.net show too was saying that uh, you almost have to. You show those people uh, in the flashback. And he, I mean, it's exactly like what you're saying with Jenny. Like you present that to the casual fan and they're connecting the dots between these shows. Like you're almost setting it up to where you have to, in some way, extrapolate upon that in the next show to have some sort of consistency across it all. Um, Yeah. Especially if, if this mainly is going to be a, his, his mission to his secret mission to save, to, you know, to, to, to stop the inquisitors and save children. It matches up. Even the story arc matches up because that's the, the only reason I see him leaving Tatooine is for that reason. Yeah, it's got to be children. It's got to be about kids. I, yeah. I just because it's, because Satine is dead, 
Yoda's yep. safe. Yoda's safe. Corgi's still alive, though. His son. That is true. And it's the team's son. Waiting for that to happen. Let's get the confirmation of that. Let's get Corky showing up on Tatooine like, you are my daddy. Um, no, because he, because Obi-Wan wouldn't be so concerned about Luke. He'd be worried about his own kid. It's a teen's blood, too. So you'd fuck up a lot of... But if Corgi's like, a grown man at this point... Yeah, oh, that's true. You know? He might be the best thing for you to do is get away from this place and just forget uh, your father's dead. Obi-Wan Kenobi died a long time ago. Dude, I could see the keyboard warriors now if that's man. I don't want to. I, I would stay Oof. off the internet for like a year. <laughs> Probably would be better for most of us. So you don't we'll make just... Ray, you don't make Ray the Kenobi. <clears throat> you just somehow Palpatine return, but you make fucking Corgi fucking <laughs> Kenobi. Corgi Kenobi. Who would have been happy with Ray's Kenobi, really, though? Who would have? I would have. I was going for. I was going for it for a minute. I would have been okay I, with it, but I mean, he, he was he because he he was the purest besides Yoda. He was the purest yeah. in my mind because quiet wasn't Qui Gon. I think Mace was too was too jaded by discipline. I think yeah. he was the purest Jedi for what what the the creed stands for. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think. Um... I think Qui-Gon really is what uh, what a Jedi should have been. Um, I think that Obi-Wan he's, he's was... Defiant. He's defiant, hmm. though. I, like... I think Qui-Gon is the spirit of what a Jedi should be, and, and Obi-Wan was the letter of what a Jedi should be. He, he was almost, you know, it, it's like he was willing to go there for Satine, but he didn't. And because he didn't, I think he kind of beat himself up over it. And yeah. I, I, that'd be cool to get some Satine flashbacks and fill that in a little bit um, in Obi-Wan. But I almost don't think they'll do that with, because. Well, then you, then you fill in Death Watch stuff, right? Yeah. I mean, uh-huh. they could start filling in some Death Watch stuff. And, and then, then that leads into Mando. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Uh, Ooh. I mean, because let's, let's look. Satine was the was she chancellor no she was duchess. queen she was a duchess of mandalore, mandalore. Yep. so obi-wan does have ties relations relations <laughs> connections to Mandalore. Yeah. good relations with the mandalorians kenobi has right that's where i was going <clears throat> yeah so yeah. you know i i could start making a chart right now right to uh tie in all the connections <laughs> Well, no, you should do that before the premiere, like the week before the premiere episode. You should like so we can do predictions off your chart. Yeah, we can do that. Nobody's um, going to hear from Roach like the first or the next like month and a half. He's just... Listen, <laughs> I, for, for, for whoever's listening to this, all 2000 of you, um, there is no I've listened to all the Star Wars podcasts, all of our friends, Star Wars podcasts. I've listened to it from Rebel Forest Radio down to little Joey's Star Wars show. Right. Like, nobody does fucking charts like Josh, all right? <laughs> Maybe Jason Ward, but he's got it in his head. It's not, right. it's not like there, there's no PowerPoint. I mean, we here at Talking Sith, we have PowerPoint presentations of, of theory and, and visual prediction, predictive connective tissue within the Star Wars storytelling of, of, of Disney Plus and, and I guess movies to come. And I, I mean, and I hope that they capitalize on some of this like they're they're drawing a fine line right now right where they're they're bringing in ahsoka and making her prominent okay 
Um, and so people are going to naturally like the, the same people I'm concerned about being uh, confused about whether or not like if they should bring Satine in. Um, those yeah. are the same people that would also be confused by who in the world is Ahsoka. Right. Um, right. But I mean, if you have essentially, I mean, we're getting essentially almost two movies worth of time for Obi-Wan. Right. And you can more, tell a, a little more. Right. And you can tell a complete story in yeah. a movie, give yeah. them flashbacks and set up. So they could, they could really delve into um, maybe like you were saying, like Obi-Wan, his failures in the past and how he kind of stepped out of line when he was younger and then he beat himself up over it. And that's why he became the letter of the law Jedi. And, but because he became the letter of the law Jedi, uh, he was almost too hard on Anakin. And what Anakin needed was the spirit of the Jedi Qui-Gon. Um, and this could all be extrapolated between flashbacks to, you know, we could even get more Liam Neeson, DH Liam Neeson and Obi-Wan yeah. with a young Satine on the run in Mandalore. You tie yep. that stuff in, you sprinkle stuff in for the war, uh, the Mandalorian war for, um, Mandalorian season three. Yeah. Um, and you, you, uh, you fill in why Obi-Wan beats himself up and he's doing it again. He's beating himself up for his failure with Anakin and all the way you could even have Qui-Gon bringing up these flashbacks. Bring, well, do you remember when we were on the run in Mandalore with Satine, yada, 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 you know, yeah. I, I just don't know. I don't know if they're willing to introduce another character like that, but this would be the only time that they could do it. Cause they got a whole show where they could fill in backstory like that. I, yeah. I I think if it doesn't if it doesn't add um direction to where they're going, like with with everything, then I don't think they're going to to put the effort and the time into doing that. Right. Into inter- because you're that like you said, right? Like it, it needs to kind of connect to the other at some at it's to some point right this was this was its own movie about their about about their their relationship and that story there but at the same time it's on disney plus it's not in the theater and this is and it's it's still connected to feloni and favreau well, right kind of loose kind of this loosely. is this is the loose chow deborah chow is that it yeah so the thing we got to remember with this is it's going to be drastically different than the rest of like the Mandoverse and stuff. A, it's outside of the timeline. B, this was originally going to be a movie. That's 100% confirmed. It was conceived as a movie. Um, so if they stuck with a lot of those original like con like concepts, we could be getting more of something like this that's going to flush stuff out more Mm. for Obi Wan. Yeah, but a a lot has changed since this this project was was really announced the direction they took based on the reception of certain characters and storytelling it from the the first two seasons in, in mandalorian uh and then from there the direction they took boba fett because i'm pretty sure boba fett was kind of written at the same time as mando season two they may have even screen tested mando season two to see reaction and then figure out where they wanted to take that so i think they they're still flying a little bit by reception a yeah. little bit 
I, I mean, I, I've been watching these movies and shows now a long time. I, I kind of can figure out, I mean, the George Lucas stuff aside, but what Disney's doing. So with that said, the original project for Obi-Wan is, is turned into the TV show and it still should be, in essence, the, the, the soul of what that was going to be in a, in a cinematic format. But things have changed. And I, and I say this, and I know Jason would agree with me. Things have kind of changed a little bit because we don't know if that if that heir to the Empire thing is real or not. But we do know that Grand Admiral Thrawn's name was dropped. And we do know that Disney sees fan reactions based off of that and where Ahsoka is probably going to head because of that. So whatever backstory is going to be told and whatever new characters, not new, but whatever characters are going to be taking up screen time besides Obi-Wan and Darth Vader... I think need to somewhat facilitate the story forward for the other shows that are coming and the, and the other seasons that are coming. So the Satine thing, I think it's like really like D tier right now. C tier. Could it happen? Yeah, of course. But that's what we do in podcasts. We just kind of theorize, right? Like yeah. I, I, I think that would be D or C tier, you know, B tier could, could be the B A tier. Let's say is the Grogu thing in order 66. Like that's like A tier to me. Um, you don't think so? I think so because you. Because I'm looking at IMDb right now. Yeah. John Favreau and Dave Filoni are not even on the IMDb page for Obi Wan Kenobi. I don't think they're really involved, except for as much as like Filoni was involved in the Last Jedi. You know, they're probably there giving input. Right, right, right. <clears throat> but but that's not. But the story group is still involved. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think the story I, group is largely a figurehead. If Deborah Chow's got a script for a two and a half hour movie and she's got to make it into six episodes yep. and there, 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 there's other um, goals and objectives from Lucasfilm right now to take stories further and, and you have flashbacks, wh- where do you want to pop in? You don't think they get a pop it? They can just pop in the Grogu thing? But I think, like, look at this. If you're exploring Obi-Wan Kenobi and his PTSD and why he is, he's dealing with failure and he's dealing with how he failed with, with Anakin. And if you're going to dive into him and uh, one of the major plot points of uh, the whole Clone Wars was to show the hypocrisy of the Jedi and how they, how, how their downfall was. Right. So if you center on Obi-Wan, um, a, it makes him kind of seem a little bit more hypocritical, but B, maybe he's coming to terms with where Anakin was at, and he should have been a little bit more understanding. He should have been right. a, he should have been a little bit more aware of what Anakin's relationship was with Padme, and you can mirror that within just a couple of flashbacks with Satine. Interesting. Okay. Um, and then, like you, so I think that's where it could have started. If if per se like if they were to have touched on this in the original obi-wan kenobi script for a movie now to add on to what you're saying they could delve into this more because mandalore and mandalorian lore is becoming a large component in what we're dealing with today in the mandalorian and book of boba fett so they could just touch like if they just touched on little things here and there Maybe we see the dark saber. Maybe we see what Death Watch is up to back then when they're coming after the Duchess Satine. Mm. Then you get a little bit more filling in there. Yeah. Um, 
yeah. and then with the Grogu I mean, thing, I think they have to, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think at the very least, you can it can even be a thirty second thing. Yep. That's gonna keep, and then we'll keep getting it in small bits. Like it doesn't have to be a whole part of an episode. It's gonna be very, you know, a little hopefully a little bit longer than than his vision that we saw in you know season uh, episode five. Yeah. Um, well, if they want to tie everything in together, they can have Grogu escaping with some of these characters from the Jedi Temple in a flashback in Order sixty six. Uh, some of them escape. Some of them get captured, and they become inquisitors. They take Rogu to Wayland, which mm-hmm. is which is the planet from Heir to the Empire, where like Joris Sabioth was from, where they had a yeah. cloning facility. Yeah, yeah. I see, also, where, I see where, you go, where you're going with this already. And it's also was the planet in Bad Batch, where it's they what? went and uh, Wayland and Mount Tantus yeah. or whatever it is. Well, that's is where, where Joris. Went. Joris would hang out at the top of the mountain. Right, but that's the same place that they were already at in Bad Batch when they were taking right. where they were training the clones there. Or the clones were training the new stormtrooper. And it's the same planet in, in Timothy Zahn's books that had the cloning facility, right? Or at least where the clones were. Or yep. was there a facility? There was a facility there. There was like a kind of like uh, the storehouse. It would have been like a storehouse yeah. that um, Luke Skywalker found in Battlefront. Now, we know Luke Skywalker met fought Snoke before, or met Snoke before. <laughs> Hear me out. If if they're making clones on, on Wayland later on, post Return of the Jedi for the Operation Cinder, Unknown yep. Region stuff to whatever rep, Imperial remnants, and following Palpatine's like little plan book after he's dead, who what's to say that the Snoke that Luke fought is not the same clone? That Ray fights, and that and that manipulates Ben. It's probably a different. So Could essentially, be. if you do heir to the Empire instead of Joris Saboth, you it's you Snoke. could just do a Snow clone. It doesn't even have to be really Snoke. So you can do it that way. Um, and then the Grogu thing has to attach to Wayland. Yeah, and it's already seeded in in the in prequel era time, somewhat prequel era time through Bad Batch. Which I still consider prequel era time. I'm sure it you is. guys agree with me. Yeah. So there's a lot of tissue there. That, but that, then you're touching on Filoniverse stuff. You're, you're then in Obi Wan. It can, it can happen very easily without saying, "Oh, this project separate than that project." It's not. It's one cohesive storyline, and that just makes that just makes more sense. This is what they need to be doing. This right. is what Feige does with the MCU. You know, there's just little sprinkles here and there. There's little bits and pieces. Where there you can go and watch, uh, you know, what's the, uh, what are the videos you watch, T? Uh, is it New Rockstars that you like to watch? Ro- I, I like what, watching New Rockstars videos. Yeah. And they'll go through with like every new Marvel thing and be like, oh, look over here. Oh, they just, if you look at this thing and then you go back three movies earlier and, you know, the after credit scene or just in the background of this, you know, you can, and that's what they need to be doing for Star Wars. Like, I mean, there's stuff in Homecoming, Spider-Man Homecoming, that they did that with. That's not even that's not even out yet that we know is coming. Like Fantastic yep. Four, yep. like they did that. They did that. What was that? Four or five years ago? That movie. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like that's how that's how before they they're thinking that they're thinking five to ten years ahead. You yep. know. So that's, that's exactly. I agree. So yeah. 
that's that's really what I'm I'm waiting to see. I think Obi Wan is going to deliver. I think I think it's going to check a lot of these boxes emotionally for for like what a lot of people wanted to see in the prequels that they didn't get to. A lot of the people that were disappointed that uh, when episode one started and it was a uh, eight, nine year old Anakin Skywalker, they wanted to see more, uh, more Darth Vader. They wanted to see mm-hmm. more Darth Vader after he fell um, and the yeah. fallout from that. And I think it's going to check a lot of those boxes, but how many other boxes can we connect to what we already have existing and what's coming down the line, that's going to be the big thing. That's going to be the the big uh, thing for me. Yeah, I like like you said. I want them to connect things. I it's one of my favorite parts of Marvel. You know what though? You know what though? If they let's say they don't do any of this shit, and it's literally <laughs> four episodes, and you get you get five hours, you get four or five hours of an Obi Wan Kenobi and Darth Vader story before a New Hope. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna still love every fucking minute exactly. of it, regardless. Yeah, yeah. And That's why I, I don't like, think you can fail with this. You can't. You, I mean, you can't because famous last words. <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't think so. And, and I think Hayden Christensen's been been kind of waiting for this to kind of. I don't. I don't think he needed to be redeemed, but in his mind, he wants to like really give it all the acting skills he's learned from then till now too, with like better direction and not such a theatrical green screen, right? Where it's literally he's literally delivering lines like he's on Broadway. Yeah. Um, because that's really how George even wanted them to do it. It's it's yeah. not even about bad direction. It's just you no, know, that's the creative vision for the, the the creator. Like that's how he wanted it. So to now to do it in a really more realistic cinematic format of acting, I think he wants to come and bring the fucking bring the heat. You know. Yeah. So and I and I think he's fine. He's a fine actor. The kid's a he's fine good. actor. He's, he's good. The man, the man now. He's a fine actor. <clears throat> So I think the two of them are just going to crush it. Cause, and they also have such a great relationship and they have such a great history with each other from those films that uh, I, I can't see myself not liking this. Listen, famous last words, right? But, I mean, if I had to put 20 on it, I'd say I'm going to win $20. And I was willing to tune in when people mm-hmm. were saying it's just going to be Obi-Wan farting around between for six episodes. You know, yeah. <laughs> every once in a while looking at Luke. Like, if there is five ten minutes of anything in this that i enjoy it's still five or ten minutes more star wars in that period the dark period between three and four that it's gold it's golden man it's what it's what everybody had dreamt about for the longest time you guys think he still has his jedi starfighter you thought about that he probably still has his Jedi Starfighter, and you think he has? Well, no. Well, did R? Well, he has R four. Does he have R? He's R four still. Oh, Why Kenobi. He, well, yeah, because R four comes yeah. back in Revenge of the Sith. I don't. I don't think well, so. I, guess, I think no. he probably ditched all that when he. Yeah. When he. Well, uh, hold on. When he's when he when when uh, when what the hell's wrong with me? When uh, Bail Organa's contacting him on the comic when he's, he's got Jedi Starfighter ship. Oh, he was flying Grievous's ship. Yeah, he goes back to where he killed Grievous, and he takes right. Grievous's ship. You're right. He took Grievous's weird ass parachute fucking thing. Well, no, what was that thing? Was wasn't the Invisible Hand? That was the pa- that was wasn't it? It was. Let's see. Uh, 
It was a parachute, invisible parachute. No, no you're you're thinking of Dooku's ship from episode yeah, two. Oh had, yeah, right, yeah. right, right, right. Let's see, what did Grievous' ship look like? Yeah, I don't remember. Kind of like no, a guess, trident, a weird I trident. I, I'm just trying to figure out how he gets off world, and if he had, but the I don't think this one. Oh no, that's his. Hold on. The Solus one, but that's his, uh, it's just the General Grievous' Starfighter. I guess okay. he doesn't really have a name. I'm just trying to figure out how he gets off world. I mean, if it's a mission, maybe, um, maybe Fulcrum, maybe Fulcrum picks him up. I mean, that's, that's like folk, like maybe Fulcrum's <clears throat> got a side mission with him. Like, I, I mean, that's because there's a lot of the rebel building in the Clone Wars that we don't see. We only see it from that crew's point of view. You know that, right? Like, right. So, so, who else is Ahsoka calling as folk? Like, who else does she call on? Right, that thing. I remember so, yeah. that thing. This, this is the, uh, that's his flagship. But the what Solus the hell would Obi-Wan do flagship. that? You, this you think is he pawned his it? Right he, he fucking pawned it at Sabacc? I mean, what did he do with this thing? That thing, that's what he was flying. I, I think one. I think he probably just left it with Bale for Bale to get rid of somewhere. Bale, like, had it melted down on Alderaan with somebody he trusted or something. Listen, there's got to be a, a a a fire alarm. Like if they like, where's his where's his fire alarm? Like he if he <clears> had <throat> a ship and he's gonna go he's he's gonna go into isolation. You still should have a fucking sh- like that's what I don't understand when they do this. Why does Luke have to put the X wing at the bottom of the fucking water? Why does Yoda just have to get dropped off with no ship? Leave yourself a goddamn ship so just in case you want to get some. Uh, you know, some some blue milk or like fried salacious, you know, <laughs> somewhere. What if you do? I mean, you don't think Yoda misses the the fried frog that he used to get in in Dex's diner? You know, right? Uh, but that, that's all part of exile, right? There, he's just gone and cut himself off. And I think that you can Obi-Wan... go in, you can go into you can go into exile and still give yourself an exit if you need one. So I, I think Obi-Wan may have Grievous' ship, or he's got his, his – because his Jedi Starfighter was left on um, uh, uh, with the planet – I got it. No, no, my brain cells are still there. Oh. Utapa. Utapa. Yeah, so, so maybe he got his – I don't know. I'm thinking too much into this. Because they went – all right, so he goes to Utapa, and he confronts the uh... – Whatever that's uh, the guy there on Utapau, okay? Battle and... droids, thousands of them. Fifth level. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then, so he engages with Grievous. He fights Grievous, uh, takes him out, and then he rides the uh, Varactyl. He goes back to Cody, gets blasted. Then he makes his way back to Grievous's ship, and he takes Grievous's ship. Then he rendezvous with with uh, with Bail Organa and Yoda. So I think I think his Jedi Starfighter is gone. And then he goes back and he just gets dropped on Coruscant. No, that's bullshit. He brings the baby. He brings Luke to 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 the farm, right? So but, how did he get there? Never... You think ba- Bale's just gonna bring him in the Tantive? He just no. brings him in the Tantive and leaves him there? But I don't I don't think I think he probably just took man, I don't know. Maybe. Well, he's in the Tantive with Yoda, right? Is that bef- that's before he drops the baby off? Because the last scene is Owen and and Baru looking at the two sons. So it's either they drop him off after they drop Yoda off. They drop Yoda off, then they drop him off. That's crazy to me. 
they that's crazy to me i say he's got a ship t what do you say there I was say a deleted scene of yoda with that escape pod like what he took off from Kashikin. there is a deleted scene of him landing on dagobah with that escape pod so yoda oh, could have just flown that pod there um maybe Obi but, did the same maybe Obi did the same thing with the baby Maybe Obi yeah. did the same thing with the baby, or may yeah, they could have just like escaped, dropped him from an escape pod onto Tatooine. Yeah, with the baby. I, I no, honestly... because then the then the escape pod would land in the Dune Sea. <clears throat> I mean, you can he control that thing. Yeah, you can control them little bits. Yeah, the droids didn't know how to control them, and you would think the droids would control them before anybody else. Right? Did well, I don't think, think. <clears throat> they landed not too awful far. They landed in the Dune Sea. Where did it? Where did R2-D2 know that Ben was? Somewhere out, like, right on the outskirts of the Dune Sea. Right. They had a whole planet to land on, and they landed pretty darn close. How did Leia give him coordinates to Obi-Wan again? Well, well no, she gave him the plans to the Death Star, but how did R2 know where which direction Obi was in? He didn't, right? I mean... It could have happened. It could be implied. It could be <clears> something <throat> that Leia was whispering when uh, C-3PO is looking down the hallway. It could have been something Bale tells her because hearing Bale's in this, Bale's probably going to go visit our, uh, Obi-Wan. So Bale may have already told R2-D2. Th- that, that leads to another question. Do you think we're going to see R2-D2 and C-3PO in this? Are they going to be hanging around with ba- We know we're, we're going to see Bale. We've heard yeah, we're going we're 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 to see Leia. Um, we've seen who they've cast as a young Leia. Are they going to be hanging out with Leia? You'll probably see, like, maybe, like, them walking away or, like, in a corner. I would, I would, no, no, more than that. Don't think so? No, I I think Anthony Daniels is just waiting, just waits around for his paycheck. I think you'll see a little bit more (laughs) of that. Yeah. Well, and, and so, if Bale goes to see Obi-Wan... Is R2 with him? Maybe they split up. Maybe um, R2's with Leia and 3PO's with Bale because he's a protocol droid with the language and Bale is still trying to um, gather up the rebellion. So you need the protocol droid. R2 maybe just stays with Leia for companionship. R2, I'm thinking R2 is the one that has most of this information. Well, yeah, yeah, he does. Even more so than what Leia tells him. I'm thinking R2 might be with Bale when Bale goes and sees Ben Hmm. because... R2 knows where he is going. He is making a beeline yeah, for Obi-Wan's we, place when he leaves the Lars homestead. We know Jimmy Smith is in this show. Yep. Jimmy, so Bail Organa has got to be the the fulcrum, not necessarily fulcrum, but the <clears> fulcrum <throat> in this situation to contact Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yep, he's and, the and catalyst. It, and it may have to do with, uh, not even with Alderaan, just, just the kids um and then and then obi-wan finding out about the uh the the death star the creation of the death star you know yeah i don't even think they're going to really touch on the death star in this i i'm going to go out on a limb and i'm going to say no rebel or good guy you know maybe you'll get a mention from vader if we get a tarkin he, Vader doesn't like that thing. He's not going to talk about it. He hates that fucking thing. He right. I don't think the Death Star is... I think it's going to be a non-issue in this. I well, think it's that. not It's not finished yet. And uh, and Jen Erso is not even... Like, not Jen. Uh, Galen Erso is not even finishing it yet. Like, right. it's not, we're not even close to that. So... Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, I, I just wonder how much they're going to, I, I think that that could be, uh, they could, they could tie that into like, that's how R2 knows which direction. Cause he kind of knows where Obi-Wan was hanging out 10 years ago. Oh, he's been there before. He'd been there before. Mm-hmm. So he's going back and Obi-Wan <clears throat> in his PTSD state is like, oh, yeah, you know, you know, he, 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 I almost think it, this is beginning of this at least. I think they're going to be showing us just how broken both of these men are. I think there's going to be a lot of parallels between how broken Anakin is and how broken Obi-Wan has become. And that's the, the call trope. To, yep, the trope. Yeah. And the call to action is going to be uh, Obi-Wan having to go. And the only reason he's going to be able to leave Tatooine and everybody's going to be okay with it because he's supposed to be guarding Anakin Skywalker's child on Tatooine is if he has to go save Anakin Skywalker's other child, Leia, Leia for Bail Organa. And that is going to reawaken something in him. And, uh, but in the process, but Leia he's... doesn't meet him though in this show, because that wouldn't make sense when they get her. Leia... Out of the when, when they get her out of the cell block, well, no, when she meets, no, she doesn't ever meet till we want in a new hope. Nope. nope. And she doesn't need to. So she may could have known him, right? She but may she may not know him. his name because Luke right. says Obi Wan. So she doesn't know his name, or she knows him as as his newly found name. At bad. Or he just she just knows she knows she's going looking for General Kenobi, and she's no, doing but, her whole yeah. proper thing like you served my father in the Clone Wars. Blah 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 blah. So he could play a part in saving her, but he's laying low as to not you know, like draw flags, right? draw more attention. Right. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, and then in doing so, Vader gets on his trail again, and that's how you get a Vader-Anakin rematch that they've already been talking about. Um, and I was thinking about this too. This I don't think this really retcons anything, right? Because the two lines people always bring up are, when Vader says, you know, the last time we meet, I was but the learner. You are the map. Now I am the master. Mm-hmm. How much stronger, how much stronger can he possibly get from this to a new hope though? Right. Unless it, it's just a, it's just a, you know, one of his manipulative lines to try to, you know. Well, and let's, let's think like the last time they met on Mustafar. Okay. He was a learner and Obi-Wan was master. Did he really consider him the master there? I mean, he proved he was the master. He said, dude, I know way more than you. I got the high ground. Okay. And then the the other line, the other line is Obi-Wan in Return of the Jedi. Obi-Wan once thought as you do when you sing, there's still good in you. Yeah. And the last, so I think they could play on Padme saying that after obi-wan's already smoked anakin and for all we know he thinks he's dead for a while and then when he finds out he's still alive those words are going to haunt him padme's words are going to haunt him that they're still good at him so he's Mm going to have to go and try to figure that out and that's where that line's going to come in obi-wan once thought as you do yeah i mean we know that conflict is as strong as ever it's in the comics like that the comics just fight like he fights with that constantly yeah. Up until the latest ones where, like, he's in fucking Exegol and he's realizing how insane this is. Like, he fights it the whole time. Now we see it. And when you watch Empire Strikes Back, you're like, no, he's so diabolical. And he is. He is. But in the head, in the back, 
you know, you a hundred percent diabolical outside, but up here, and what we get in the comics now, is the conflict all twenty four seven of agony and pain and conflict. This so is, this is where they can show that. This is right. where they can show that, and I think they right. can show both of them. They're both very emotionally broken men, and it's going to be. I think that might be what Obi Wan has to overcome before he can really Qui Gon. Ooh. Yeah, be- I love because it. Because what does Yoda have to do when he's getting trained? Yoda kind of has to confront his dark side. Yeah. And I think that's going to be Obi-Wan's going to have to confront his failures. He's going to have to confront it. the Satine thing might even like play into that. He's that's have what to- I was just about to say is what if they do the Satine thing right in that general time? Yeah, because it's another person that he failed, that his decision directly influenced their death or their fault you know what happened to them was because of obi-wan in one way or another right it was because he didn't leave and go with Satine. it's because he didn't finish the job with darth maul uh he had a couple opportunities to do it and directly because of him Satine was killed because of his lack of understanding for anakin and within the same situation where he fell in love with somebody anakin fell to the dark side and I think I think that might be what's holding him back, maybe from communing with. And once he comes to terms with that, yeah. I don't know. Is this is this? Uh, it's I know the answer to this. I just I get confused because I, we hop around on the timeline chronologically. Is this before the Kurosawa samurai fight with with Maul on Tatooine, or yes. after? The Kurosawa. It's before. It's before. This is. Which is before? Kenobi is before the rebels fight. So we could see Maul. Yeah, Maul is very Maul is Maul is at the top of his game. Crimson Dawn, Kira's his right hand man right now. So this is before Maul gets stuck on Moraban. Uh, Malakor. Yeah. Malakor. Malakor. Oh my God! These fucking planets. Yeah. On Malakor. So it's before that. This is when he's running Crimson Dawn. Okay. What if Obi-Wan is the one? Yeah, you can't even do that. That's season two of Obi-Wan. He's the not, one. I don't, I don't think they'll do that. <laughs> I don't think we should get a season two of Obi-Wan. I think this, if this is done right, we're going to get that. We're going to get a climax we'll never forget. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, that's, uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I'll start putting together my board. Of all yeah, the dude. Connection. Do it. You you have you have uh, two and a half months. That's the long fucking. I can't believe it's so far away. I know. So annoying. March and March sucks. It's always so slow. And there's thirty one of them. <laughs> thirty one marches. Jeez, it's like the Imperial March. March. It's like the five hundred first. Is it thirty one members of the five hundred first? No, there's way more than that. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot of them. Um, <clears throat> but guys, I don't know if there's any other news. Oh. You guys wanted to talk. The only other thing I had on the docket to talk about was that Star Wars Eclipse game that we got that sick trailer for a little while ago. Yeah. What about um, <laughs> there, There's some problems. There's some problems. So evidently the studio that's making it put out some job listings for it quite some time ago. And uh, none of those jobs seemingly have been filled. 
there's, they, there was like 31 positions months ago. There's still 31 positions. Uh, the word that's yeah. leaking out is that, uh, according to, uh, let's see, I think Tom Henderson, if you go to uh, X-Fire, you can read about how uh, they actually made that trailer to try to drum up um, uh, interest in the game to try and get some more developers to come over there mm. and help them finish it. Come on. It, and they're hoping that their studio gets bought out by somebody to finish the game. Uh, how do you? Who is this Tom Henderson guy, and how valid is he? This site looks like clickbait. From what I'm told, Tom Henderson is a very undisputed. From what I'm hearing, Tom Henderson, the undisputed source when it comes to video game leaks and news like this. Well, this game uh, says he says this game's not coming out till 2028, 2027. Yeah, well, originally, yeah, because originally it was supposed to come out like 2023, 2024, but now they're saying it's been pushed to at least 2027, 2028. Mm. So I, 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 don't, I don't know that Eclipse is ever going to see the light of day. Which is sad. <clears throat> it wouldn't be the first game that we never got. Exactly, exactly. But I mean, get a sick trailer like that, but yeah, that's essentially what they were saying was they were trying to drum up interest for another studio to come and buy them out. So, I mean, all they got to do is like shake their stuff around Microsoft and maybe Microsoft come and buy them. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think just like Disney needs to cut that deal and, yes. and, and move, move the storytelling, choose your own adventure project over to like Supermassive. I don't know if you guys know who they are They're I'm sure they would take it. They, they develop these choose-your-own-adventure games. Um, we're very cinematic. They have one called Until Dawn with um, an Oscar winner in the damn thing, Mr. Robot. What's his name? <clears throat> uh, he, he played uh, Freddie Mercury. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, James Bond guy. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, oh, gosh. Hold on. The hell? Yeah. Hold on. Um... Malik. R- Rami yes. Malik. Is that it? Rami Malik. Something Malik. Um, anyway, Mr. Robot, Christian Slater's son in Mr. Robot. He he's in this video game, so they like super Rami. massive. Ram, Ram, Rami, <clears throat> Rami Malik. Rami Malik. Yeah. So anyway, uh, neither here nor there. Supermass is really good. They should pick it up. Um, Josh, if you want to do research on them, you, you'll see their work. Uh, there's a few other ones. Um, Telltale that uh, <clears throat> makes. I don't know if well Telltale Studios. They make like The Walking Dead, Choose Your yeah. Adventure. They do a um, lot of different ones. They've done a Batman one. Yeah, those are good, you know. I, th- and those are those are well received by like that community that loves those types of games. It sounded to me like that this kind of game was to be more like more story driven in that sense, less action gameplay. Yep. So there's a bunch of studios they could pass the project off to. If like also you don't know what that contract looks like. Like if they're like you're gonna make us a game, but you have a license to make us a game up to 2024, they'll have to pass that project off, or it'll just go dead. Um, so we'll we'll see. It'll be interesting. That trailer is fantastic. It's sad to me to hear that that trailer was created for the main purpose of just drawing developers over. Because that also means that a lot of that trailer is is, is kind of bullshit, and we may well, not even. I, see I guess I guess none of that is actually there. Um, <clears throat> it's all used. Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking here for here, Mikey? CGI. <laughs> It's all used like uh, stuff, like the CGI characters, the That's avatars fine. and stuff. Yeah, it's all it's all recycled for other stuff and just upscaled. 
It's nothing from the game. I guess they're tr they were basically trying to start a, a new engine for this kind of like. But we saw how like Frostbite kind of failed when it came to Battlefront. Yeah. And that's that's kind of the problem that they're running into. Like what they wanted to do needed a new engine, and so they when you're whenever you're trying to invent the wheel, but you've already got the cart, <laughs> you know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, High Republic video game sounded to me a little too soon. I, I think you need live action High Republic out for a while and see reception on on that first before you yep. kind of dive into, before you spend you know millions of dollars. Wait, you get the acolyte. For... Yeah, that's well, that's what I'm saying. Like, but but you got to see fan reception, and because really, at the end of the day, we really do run the show in in some regard. Right. Uh, not in some regard. We really do run the show because. Today, they I truly believe they look at social media and they look at fan reception along with sales and subscription, uh, subscription sales and things like this. So if like if High Republic is good and not just the books and the comics that are already out, which are kind of from universally, it seems like they're kind of par to subpar. So some you know more people say yeah. average than great. Um, I'm not saying that because I don't I haven't read them or, or really. Um, but you're I've, not gonna. My point is, you're not gonna spend a hundred million dollars. I'll let you go, Tab. Sorry, you're not gonna spend a hundred million dollars developing a game on, on a area at Star Wars that nobody wants to see. Go ahead, T. Well, so like, I really got into what was it? Into the dark, into the darkness. Is that yeah. the one? Audio Grave. Yeah. Uh, I really got into that one, but like the the one before that. Uh, I didn't really like, and I just couldn't like get into it. That was the first one, right? Of the light into the light Jedi, yeah. light of the light of the light Jedi. Of the Jedi. I heard it was weak, dude. I, I put it on my Audible. Was... I think that was the quickest Audible book I ever fell asleep to. Yeah, Literally. I I just couldn't get into it. But like I said, the into the darkness, I was like, oh man, I like into the dark. I... Yeah. yeah, it's. I hear you, and I, I mean, you know me. I tried. I. I... I can't get through the new one by Claudia Gray, which is the um, not a young adult. The Into the Dark is a young adult, and I think that's where she thrives. Lost yeah. Stars was the young adult. Uh, the new one that she wrote, Star Wars: The Fallen Star. I can't get into it, man. Like I, yeah. I, I listened to like four hours of it. It looks like mm -hmm. I got like nine hours left. <laughs> and I left and I started listening to King Killer Chronicles again. And I went through all of King Killer Chronicles. I mean, that book, the last book that I, it's 42 hours. And the wow. point is that is 26 hours. I've left, listened to those, both those books. And I'm like now trying to come back and listen to the rest of that one again. But, and generally, man, Star Wars is something that will hold my interest regardless. Um, I like the concept of the High Republic. I just think that they're try. I think at this point they're just throwing a lot of stuff at the High Republic, and they're seeing what sticks. Yeah. And hopefully that's what they're going to take, cherry pick, and move forward with with the acolyte. I I, I don't. I, I think they fucked up, and they didn't know. I think they tested it out. They tried other forms of media in the era before the main live action. I think we needed the acolyte before they started dipping into comics and books. In my opinion. Because I would have been, I would have been all over it. If I loved the acolyte and the characters, I would have been all over it. Because right. I already, because I already established a relationship through live action, right. which is th th there's no nothing better than getting the visual 
representation to build a relationship with characters you care about and identify with. And yeah. do, you, do you read a lot of books? I used to. I, I, I read, I mean, I, I read a lot in co- high school and college. Um, as I got older, I stopped. Um, you know, I mean, I read enough at work. So it's I mean, fun, but... <laughs> I, I think it can be done. Like, okay, I'm thinking of like Harry Potter. Yeah, I grew up with Harry Potter. I read a lot of the Harry Potter books. I had an yeah. idea in my mind of what Harry, Ron, and Hermione looked like beforehand. You, you, you can't compare, like, literally to say the most modern contemporary um, fantasy books, book series of all time within our lifetimes. Like, you can't, I mean, you're talking about, you know, the best of the best now. Right. That well, was a book that was a book before live action. Like, it, it's well, rare. It, it happens, but it's rare. And that's like a rare occasion. Just like I am, I am uh, our number four. I am four. Like I listened to those or read those books and then re-listened to them. But I've read those books prior to the movie coming out. And they just, it was just garbage for one. But The movie or the books? Uh, the movie. Right. But even then, and... So what I do now, right now, is I I go through and I find a series of books that I really liked back in the day, and I'll listen to them. And if it has a movie attached to it, then I'll watch the movie and like, I'll be like, oh man, I remember that in the book, or I'll be like, oh that they missed that completely. Like, if they would have put that in the the movie, which I fully understand that you're trying to work with a a book that's 500 pages, not really, but, and right. trying to make it into an hour and a half movie, there's going to be stuff that gets taken out. But unfortunately you got to pick and choose correctly. And I'll say 95% of the time they don't. Yeah. Another thing is star Wars was live action first before anything. Yep. That's what I was just going to say. Star so Wars like, is ha- almost ha- a live action thing. Yeah, and Harry Potter was book series first yeah. with like with like really a great writer. Yeah. George Lucas was just a great filmmaker, and that yep. was first. Um, so just the media itself, like yeah. I feel like the media of Star Wars should be live action first. I I like what they tried to do. I thought it was really cool. I mean, we've had that before. I mean, obviously we we've had it with Old Republic stuff, comics right. before video comics before video games before Kotor in two thousand or two thousand one. Like we had we had the Dark Horse old republic books that were starting to come out and i don't know if there was any novels um but like that stuff in in legends and and eu eu back then was coming out and people were diving into it but with for what disney plus is trying where disney's trying to take star wars today and like really flesh it out kevin feige style i just feel like before you start putting that stuff out for star wars not for marvel for star wars you should do live action first that's all. Right. And look, they're trying to flesh out so much in this time period where they're like, okay, we have this thing that happens, this event, and you can see it. You read this book and you get it from these people's point of view. Then you read this book, you get it from these people's point of view. And we're going to tell you everything you want to know about this, about this time period. We're going to fill in and we're going to do comics. We're going to fill in all the nooks and crannies. We're going to have side plots and like the Dren gear come in. And they're in one book, and then you get to the next major book, and they're gone. What happened to them? You got to read the comics. You got to figure out what happened in this young adult novel. Uh, but with all the filling in and minutia that they're giving us for this, that's what they need to be doing with Star Wars in general. Like all the connections we were talking about that they could be making between all these shows. Do that. 
do that for the the like you said star wars is first and foremost a live action thing that's how it's going to be consumed first and foremost that's our bread and butter um and i think that they need to take some of the good stuff that they learned from star wars by committee uh over here for the high republic and apply it to star wars live action the mando verse the disney plus verse um that's what they that's what they need to do we need we need more connections there and there's too many connections in the high republic i agree yeah well well, listen if we're gonna do wednesday night and we're i'd say it sounds to me like you're at like the 80 to 90 percent level which is which is really good um that means i'm probably gonna join you guys it's 11 30 here so i'm gonna call it because only because i gotta go to manhattan tomorrow i gotta wake up at 5 a.m and i am not a morning person so i'm here i hear you but you guys tell me um well we'll talk wednesday and we'll see if we get a trailer all right man well tell the people where they can follow you mikey uh, you can follow me at Maximum Paps on Twitter and on the Pop Culture Hour Facebook group on Facebook. And T, where can they follow us? Well, they can follow us at the Talking Sith Pod, at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, oh, yeah, I couldn't remember if we had an Instagram. <laughs> we got one. It's I there. Don't, I don't play. I don't play around on that one. <laughs> it's th- it's there somewhere in the. It's hyper, there. hyper hyper space yeah. cyber hyper cyber hyper and again if you really want to follow me i'm not that interesting on facebook uh you can follow me uh at t green on at facebook yeah and you can uh follow me josh roach on facebook and you can find us both on the pop culture hour saying nonsense yes. on there too <laughs> yes and you're probably going to hear from us again in 48 hours sounds like so yeah. <laughs> yeah, guys. Hey, if you got any predictions for the Kenobi uh, trailer, send them to us. Uh, talk to Sith Pod uh, on yeah. Facebook or what, what were you going to say, Mikey? No, I'm saying we'll we'll put some posts out and ask people their predictions that we can read them on Wednesday, see who was right or whatever. There we go. I'm surprised we didn't do that tonight. Well, let's let's do that. That's our homework. All right. Let's do and that. And then we'll, we'll see if we matched it up, I guess. Yeah. And- trailer. We will post our uh, we'll post our predictions publicly on the Talking Sith uh, page on Facebook before the trailer comes out, so you guys will know that we're not just BSing this and that we actually are that wrong. <laughs> All right, guys. Until next time, may the force be with you. Always. <laughs> <laughs>